Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. As Boone hits it to deep left, that might send the Yankees to the World Series. Boone, a hero in Game 7. Clemens has set a Major League record for strikeouts in a game. Derek Jeter with one of the most unbelievable plays you will ever see by a shortstop. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Welcome to Fanbase, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. Brian Jack, along with my partner, John Senecal, here for the Thanksgiving week edition. Uh, we'll yep. talk a little what we're thankful for, John, and then maybe get into a little bit of baseball. Uh, as we're obviously not together, uh, we're a little COVID conscious these days. Do you think we're going back to, to the lockdown? Um, I was surprised that the schools didn't jump on it and do the old Thanksgiving through the end of the year kind of thing. But uh my kids were kind of hoping it was going to happen. Then I was like, they're not going to spring it. It was on a Wednesday, man. That, that'd be pretty brutal. But um, I think eventually we might. Um, but we've done a pretty good job here in Connecticut trying to keep things level. You know, I think people understand it. I think people understand that the kids really should be in school and they're not super spreaders. So I think schools yeah. will be open longer than restaurants or something like that. But, you know, when well, it comes yeah, that, to- that's, that's already proven to be the fact, you know, the way they're closing things early and all that. You know, I, I'm worried about baseball. You know, I, I am not – we have the vaccine coming, and but we are obviously pretty bad right now. I was hoping – you think they'll name the vaccine? Do you think they'll name it, give it a name? Like the Trump? Like if Trump was still president, they'd call it the Trump scene or something like that's that. That's what Geraldo Rivera wanted uh, as a as a legacy for, for President Trump. I don't, I'm not getting into politics today. Uh, that, that is for sure. <laughs> Geraldo Rivera is still on television? What's that? Yeah, he goes on Fox News all the time. You know, I think one thing as a journalist – I sample all media, so I watch it all. And he goes on Fox News a fair amount. You see him on Hannity and some other stuff. But yeah, I'm worried about I'm worried about opening day. I you know I was assuming that we would be able to get this vaccine spread out enough that by April, you know, even if you know Fenway's capacity is like 35, that maybe they'd let 20 in or what have you. You're worried about getting. You want some fans. You want to go watch some games. Yeah, they'll definitely play unless there's a big turn of events because they've proven they can do it during a pandemic. So. Uh, but do you think they'll be fans? I think so. As long as they have the vaccine rolled out like they say they're going to do, which, you know, that won't happen. You know, they'll, they'll still push it back or something or they won't get it to the population that's going to be going to watching sporting events. You know right. what I'm saying? So right. um, which is fine, which is which is totally fine. It, do it the right way. Let's let's just say that. But uh, I, it could be an impact of baseball seasons fan wise. But at least if, if there's baseball, you know, we're, well, everybody's you know, still winning except with- for the owners. In terms of what we're thankful for, there's one thing I want to start with is that I'm thankful that the Red Sox haven't raised their ticket prices yet. Uh, they had one of the worst Not seasons yet. in they history. Raised them yet? No, but if they oh, do, that. you know, I, I, you know, and I consider wait I for really, the vaccine to come out. I really like Sam Kennedy, and and I think they do a good job over there. But based on the season they had, it, you know, because they, if they can only let twenty thousand in, you know, conventional wisdom is they'll probably charge a, a premium for that. But I, I think yeah. it's a huge mistake if they raise prices based on 
not just the conditions of our economy, but also the way they what played the last on the year. Field is. Yeah, yeah, and and so I'm I'm thankful that they haven't done it. But I say in parentheses, yet. That's my first thing right. that I'm thankful for is that the Red Sox haven't raised their ticket prices. It's still a hundred bucks a ticket per game for me, but um, which is crazy. Which well, that that's, that seems you know the Yankees are the same way. I mean, you could sit in the upper deck and bleed your nose, but uh, if you want good seats, you're going to pay. Yep. And I do it. I've done it for 15 years. I don't do it with, you know, I don't, um, I don't really blink an eye, bat an eyelash, whatever you want to say. But I, I just think that the the PR of it, they need to, they need to they keep need it to level. Right. Keep yeah, it level. or even discount it. But I know they won't do that. What about you? No. Um, well, I mean, at this stage of the game, I'm thankful there was baseball this year. We got to watch baseball. Um, I really, I don't have much to say about the Yankees as far as being thankful. It'd be nice to have DJ LeMahieu hanging out with the turkey dinner, but that seems to be going all sorts of different directions now. <clears throat> I even heard the Red Sox mentioned in it, but that doesn't seem like anything. Dodgers think, are creeping But I in. thought you were, you were like 80% confident he stayed. Is that changed? Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't, th- I think it's going to play out a little bit longer, obviously. I mean, I, I, even into cr- closer to Christmas. Um, if you've got four or five teams that are interested in you, why not bid it out? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And there's big money teams there. You, the Blue Jays are always willing to spend. Uh, the Nationals are being mentioned. Uh, the Dodgers are coming in now. I don't know if they hit what happens with Turner and they, we still don't know what's going on with the, uh, the DH in the national league. If they're going to do that, uh, which I think would be great. Um, but why? I, I still like the differences. I, I'm old school. Like I, why, why are you so into the DH and the NL? I just boosts up the production. Just give it, give some production. Half these pitchers can't hit anyways. So, I mean, what are you going to have a guy go up there and try to bunt and pop it up to the catcher? No, you I mean, know, you're right. Only, I mean, it's just different, though. I like different. Um, it is different. Then, but what happens is when you get into the playoffs and the uh, uh, interleague, obviously interleague play, but if you get into the World Series, then you always have like the David Ortiz factor. You got to trudge him out, throw him at first base, and watch him flop around the base, right. which he really never did. The guy kind of held his own in the playoffs. He did a pretty damn good job. That's the only place you can hide him. And, you know, I mean, he didn't get too much action over there, and he could make a make a catch on a, up. on a six three ground ball. Um, the, right. the other thing I was thinking about when I was thinking about you this past couple of weeks, I actually think that the Yankees have to keep Lemayu, and I think they have to do a lot because Stephen Cohen and the Mets have already stolen a ton of headlines. We, and if I were the Yankees, I'd be concerned. Yeah, and we talked about this last last podcast about he was going to be sneaking in there and. Uh, if anything, he drives up the price too. You know what That's I mean? My he point. Be a like, big, they're gonna have to pay more. Right. And the Dodgers are all you always gotta be worried about the Dodgers. I mean, not just for the pure fact that they're the champions in the COVID season, but they're they're always willing to spend. And somehow they always say they have plenty of money to spend. They're always they're always got all this money. They always got all this money to spend and they'll be under the threshold. But um I hope I hope we get DJ, obviously. I'd be stupid if I didn't say that. Um he's a big piece of the puzzle. But uh I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I mean, I wonder if the Mets will try to mess with the Yankees a little bit. Uh, I, I feel they like met, they mentioned the Mets, but I, I don't know if they're so, I don't think the Mets are as much of a player, even with the Steve Cohen factor, but uh, I always worry about the stupid Blue Jays and the Dodgers, but I don't know if he wants to go play up in the Rogers center and the COVID center and Buffalo and, it's you know, they'd have to overpay. And then you have ta- the taxation issue, which is real. And it seems know. like every time someone takes that, remember, like, what was it, like Rocky Small or whoever went to the Canadian Football League and everyone made that big stink back in the day. And it just seems like everyone just goes there and they just never 
nothing ever happens good for him. You know, it's like you go up to Toronto, they win a World Series. The early 90s when you were what? You were like in your late teens. Yeah, when they won a World Series and they had with the imports with some Joe Carters and I think they had Paul Muller too, didn't they? Yeah, but that was fun. I mean, I I think it's the Blue Jays. I mean, they have they have some talent. It'd be nice to get some some cycling in the AL East. You know, I think it's just tough. It's a tough division. It's just a tough division for the Orioles and the Blue Jays to to deal with because and the Orioles the Orioles were worked their way back. They got some good draft draft picks, and now that they, you know, I mean, Buck was great for them, but it seems like they've you know they've they've shaken up the that the ownership, the man high upper management. And, when Buck left, and so it kind of you know, I think they're going in a new direction. They'll be fine. It'll take them a little. There's while, a chance they do the get Orioles. sold. I've been hearing some scuttlebutt that, that maybe they do get change ownership. Um, but I, I think that the the Blue Jays and the Orioles have to play it like the Oakland A's. They have to go in a sort of in a cyclical way. They have to be bad for three years for a two to three year window, and then go back down again and do this little cycle where the Red Sox and the Yankees yep. can't and Dodgers can't do that. But they don't. I mean, they don't have that luxury. No, but I mean the Orioles have just so far to go. But they had years where they were really good. They probably should have gotten more out of it. And I think that the Blue the other Jays thing just, that scares me, the other thing that scares me about the Dodgers is they're coming off a World Series, even in an abbreviated season. I mean, now they're hungry and they and they, they got something to prove. Like if they let if Turner leaves, then they're gonna really they're gonna want somebody. But um, only time will tell. I think it'll, I think it'll be towards Christmas. All those players like to have that nice little Christmas Christmas Chang under the tree. Usually, you know. Yeah, it feels like stuff would have gotten done by now, but I mean, I don't know what the what the cycle is. I mean, what else is on your mind about um, this time of year? Um, you know, the kids start getting excited because you know the holidays are rolling around. Uh, today's just a little bit different because usually we're up in New York. We usually were up at our family's house in New York, but we we can't go up there this year because right. of the COVID. So we're taking it. We're we're uh, airing on the side of caution. And I've been up all day painting, and wife's downstairs cooking, and it's funny because. You know, she's a great cook, but she's never had a cook Thanksgiving dinner. We've always went somewhere. And she's she doing contribute, the, but she was she wouldn't be like the full, you know, hands-on is, deck. Is she doing dinner. like turkey stuffing, blah, blah, blah? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She's all she's all in. She's doing the whole nine. And she's a great cook. She's gonna do fine, but it's funny because usually like she's always she's on the phone like FaceTiming her sister left and right and they, they get talking and laughing. And, yeah, we're not <laughs> even doing it's, anything. It's we're doing uh because the weather we were supposed to do an outdoor thing with my wife's two sisters, and so because of it's the nice weather. It's warm today, though. Yeah, nice but we warm, put, though. we we pushed it to Friday anyway, and you know it's tough because I, you know, for me Thanksgiving, like I'm a big fan of non-religious holidays, like distinctly American holidays. So Thanksgiving is by far my favorite, with July Fourth being second. And so my brother-in-law, who is kind of a hillbilly from Northern California, he fries like. A turkey for every family so we try we fry like four or five turkeys every fried turkey is awesome but we just stay outside with the fryer and drink beers and hang out and fry five huge turkeys and that's basically our day and it's not like we have some like gender thing where the women do this and the guys do this but it's just kind of fun and we yeah. play football with the with the kids outside while we're doing it and, it's just and it's, it's, it's a routine it's it's weird because even like what my kids were saying like it's so weird there's nothing to do there's nothing to do like they don't know like what literally like my kids don't know any different like right. they know, like you've got to go up to New York. You're going to New York. You're spending the night, and then we get up Black Friday, and I go out and get some stuff. They play all day, and then we come back and get our tree the next day. So it's 
different. COVID, baby. That's what it is. Yeah, it's a bit of a. You get the tree early because I know a lot of people were getting the tree early just to, to, to offset. So we're gonna, gonna go crap. tomorrow. Usually we go Saturday, but we're gonna actually go tomorrow and get it. Um, which is, I mean, I guess early, but yeah, I heard some people were going last weekend, but we were thinking about it actually, but we didn't go last weekend though. We need a really going, big um, tree. We, we, you get you have a big space for it. You go like what, like fifteen feet or? With the biggest one we've ever had is fourteen feet, but also I'm throwing it on my truck, and that that thing looked like Griswold when I brought that thing in. So, but uh, I, if I can get a fourteen footer, I'll take it. You know, but usually, you know, usually twelve feet around there. You go in the woods and feet. cut it, or do you go off the lot? Chopped and dug it out of the ground myself. No, uh, <laughs> no, we definitely go out and cut it down. Yes, we are tree snobs. We are very big tree snobs. As a matter of fact, the tree we had last year, we we laughed at it because it was so busted. We were just we were because we just. The lot wasn't good. It's I don't know. You know, it's just everything. Everything fell together, and we find like, oh, let's just cut this one down. And today we were laughing we're like that kicked off the COVID season. That tree was right. a COVID tree, and you know, it's a, it's been ever it's been, it's been a juju ever since, man. Do the boys still get into it, or? Yeah, yeah, they definitely get into it because yeah, I mean, they know what's coming. You know, they got the, they got the stuff. I mean, the older one, you know, he's uh he's got he he's a freshman in high school, so. Um, you know, the thing is, one thing that sucks about as your kids get older in Christmas, the tickets get bigger. You can't punch those little matchbox tickets anymore. You know what I mean? The, What's it this year? Is it, a, is it the new PlayStation or like what do you got? Well, uh, they had they got a PlayStation 4 last year, so they were definitely not getting them. They don't we're not big video game people. So it's a lot of like, sports games and car racing games, that kind of stuff. No shooting games or any of that crap. Um, the young one, the sixth grader wants a phone. No, not going to happen. Um he wants a drone. The older one wants weight sets. He wants a weight bench. He wants the 300 pound Olympic set. He loves working out. The older one He's really into it. So we'll see. We'll see what Santa brings. Nice. Well, listen, uh, we hope everybody's enjoyed it. We we're pretty thankful. I mean, again, people who don't know it, John came to me at the beginning of the pandemic and said, we got to do something. We have to do something. And he said, how about, you know, I'm a Yankee fan. You're a Red Sox fan. Let's talk about this stuff. And, the people who listen, you know, we have like a sort of small but loyal crowd. Uh, I know I have a buddy in Colorado who listens to every single one. Uh, they like uh, the inside baseball stuff, especially when it goes beyond the Red Sox and Yankees. So I'm pretty thankful that we've just been able to do something, you know, and, yeah. it's, you know, not the highest tech, but it's been it's been pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, hopefully when everything starts to smooth out and life starts getting back to real normal, you know, not the new normal, the, red, the old normal, I guess we could call it. Um, you know, maybe we can we, we can jazz it up a little bit, get to the stadiums and all that. But definitely thankful for this new direction. I'm having fun doing it. And like you said, I have I have I have some I get a lot of good feedback from uh, from what we're doing. And uh, I'm thankful you're along for the ride, Brian. Yeah, I've enjoyed reconnecting with you. We worked together for a couple of years and hadn't seen much of each other. And then I moved back to Connecticut. So it's been good. Now, the next episode, we're going to do our baseball holiday gift edition of uh fan base what we, what we want what we want under the tree right and also yeah and also great baseball I mean, we ball have baseball players in our household so my kid wants a good wooden bat so badly uh oh my god I, I, the victus he keeps saying i want to get a victus bat they're like 140 bucks or whatever which is fine i'm all for it but it's like i don't know what it is about kids always wanting to buy stuff before the holidays like my kids are like, they never want to buy anything. And all of a sudden, like right before the holidays, like, oh, I want to go buy this. I want to go buy this. I'm like, oh my God, just see what happens. Let it play out. It's the holidays. Let's say to take care of business. All right, for John Seneca, I'm Brian Shackman. This is Fanbase, 
deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.